Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEM. Gee, time flies, Brian, when you're having fun. Last hour of the program, all thanks to Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel. is in stock now. one 1170 is the way to have your say. I bought a Tucson only last week, so terrific little car, that's for sure. Uh, the Well, not a little car, a medium-sized car, the Hyundai Tucson Turbo. Welcome our listeners through the SEN track stations, <laughs> those through Atherton, Darling Downs, Ingham, Kingaroy and Ango in Queensland, and joining us in New South Wales at Griffith, the Central Coast, and the Yellow Quora, and the nation's capital, 1323am in Canberra. If you want to have your say, what do they do, Brian? You, Rooms are free. And they what? What do our listeners do? They, they go to the lawn home. And they make the show, don't they? Of course they make the yes, show. Yes, so go because to Because summertime's yes. the best gifts. Yep, come badly wrapped. wrapped. And uh, we are not pulling the trigger on your favourite chocolate. That's going to be safe for the summer shows. We <laughs> I think refuse. I've done that. That's, uh, Vossi loves that sort of stuff. Does he? Vossi, we did the ice creams. Oh, the ice creams. Oh, yeah. oh, the uh, Voss. Day seven of our nine days at Dogmas. We all love being there with our family for Christmas. And like us, dogs want to be with family too. So together with Greyhounds as pets, we are making it our mission to find a home for these beautiful dogs in time for Christmas. Today, meet Huey, who is cool as a cucumber, gentle, loves sport, and is cat tolerant. If you like the sound of Huey, all you need to do is head to gapnsw.com.au. But it is a Tuesday our man who's all across things, True Crime Tuesday. His name is Toby Dow. He's on the line to talk all things John Lennon, who this week in 1980, December 8, in fact, he was assassinated, and uh, Toby's on the line and maybe on the Brasco. <laughs> what is that? Are you on the uh, – are you on the uh... – in the lavatory, Toby, what are you doing there? <laughs> no, Brian, I'm not. I'm okay, glad you're thinking me that way. A lot of gurgling. No, but before we get into this, we're talking about good rigs, and I just said off air that your nipples were a little bit of an no, issue. No, I heard you. It was on air. Yeah, yeah. Oh, was that on air? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're speaking of his air. oceans on air. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Tobes. Yeah. Sorry, Mark. Well, Brian, I didn't, know you, I didn't know you looked at me like that, but thank you very much. <laughs> no, it's all good. All right, let's tell us about uh, the great John Lennon. Well... The great, the murder of the great John Lennon, you, you mean, Brian? Yeah, so um, Mark David Chapman, I think, uh, to get into this, we sort of need to look at the psyche of the guy that murdered him. It's just not as clear-cut. I, I was like, I suppose a lot of people, you know, you read about it back then, 1980, uh, or you look at it now and you just think the guy walked up and shot him. But there's actually a lot more to it than just, than just that. So I'll start a few days prior to the murder, just so people can understand what was happening in the life of the, of the killer. So he... Oh, actually, even before that. So he was, he became a born again Christian. He became very religious, and of course, Lennon with some of his songs. And he was a massive Beatles fan. He was a huge John Lennon fan, and he was very obsessed with John Lennon and everything. And he thought Lennon was the way, you know, people were, and you know, preaching and and all the how he was. But then all of a sudden, Lennon with some of his songs like Imagine and saying, you know, Imagine there's no possessions. But when all of a sudden he started finding out that Lennon had all these possessions like farms and estates and all this money. And it sort of turned him off. And then when Lennon actually said that the Beatles were bigger than God, that's when he really turned. That's what his wife said. That's when he sort of started snapping. And all the people in his religious group went, you know, went against Lennon. But he took it to another extreme. He lived in Hawaii. But in October, he flew over to New York with the intention to kill uh, John Lennon. He obtained ammunition. He saw a friend in Atlanta for guns, but then he, he turned away from it. I don't know if he had the goal to go through with it. So he returned back home. And then back in the uh, December 6th, I think it was, he returned back to New York with the one aim, which was to, to kill John Lennon. 
But at one point, he considered uh, ending his life by jumping off the Statue of Liberty. So the man was very confused, very disorientated with which way he was going. But he just had this commitment to kill Lennon. His wife would later come out and say he was just committed to killing John Lennon. The hatred grew so so rapidly. And then on December 7th, the day before, he actually assaulted singer James Taylor at 72nd Street Subway Station. And according to James Taylor, he said the guy had a sort of pinned him to the wall and was glistening with manical sweat and talking some freak speak about what he was going to do and all this stuff about how John was interested and he was going to get in touch with John Lennon. So he was really out there and Taylor never reported it, which was weird. And then he, and then actually on his way back to the hotel room, he said he, uh, he offered cocaine to a taxi driver. So he was obviously doing more than just being you know, weird with John Lennon. That night, Chapman and his wife talked on the phone about getting help, but he never did that because he said he, his working relationship with God will solve everything. So then on the morning of the 8th of December, the day he killed Lennon, he left his room early from the Sheridan Hotel. <clears throat> he left a lot, uh, behind a lot of possessions because he didn't know if he was actually ever going to return or if he'd be alive at that stage. And he bought a copy of a book called The Catcher in the Rye, which is one of the uh, greatest literature stories ever told. It's uh, one of the greatest books of all time, they say. And the, this is, we'll get back to this later because he takes a lot of the, uh, the person in the, in the book, the main character, Holden Caulfield, that's where he takes a lot of his angst out of in there so he then goes to the the dakota departments where lennon was living with yoko owner he missed uh lennon in the morning because he got distracted and then later on that afternoon or later that morning he saw lennon's housekeeper with uh their son sean returning from a walk and he reached out in front and shook sean's hand so he actually met sean lennon before he killed his father then that night uh sorry that afternoon lennon got home around 5 p.m he got his he got john lennon to sign a uh a uh, an album of his for him, and then he stayed out the front. Now then, Lennon got out of the cab around uh, at his limousine around ten fifty. Uh, him and uh, Oko returned to the Dakota building in uh, up more up uh, town, New York. They passed Chapman, and then Chapman turned around and fired five hollow uh, point bullets straight into the back and shoulder of Lennon. Uh, he was then accosted by the doorman uh, Jose Podoma, His name was. Um, we'll get to Jose a bit uh, later on. And he stood there and just started reading The Catcher in the Rye while the cops arrived. So he never really resisted anything, never denied anything. And then <clears throat> when he was later on uh, in jail, he did he wouldn't give interviews for about six or seven years. No one really knew much of uh, Mark David Chapman. But he then found out that they had, um, he had a hit list. He actually had a hit list drawn up. And Paul McCartney, Lennon's uh, bandmate, was on it. Also, Johnny Carson, who was huge back then, the talk show host, Elizabeth Taylor, Jacqueline at Nassus Kennedy, uh, Ronald Reagan. So like, everyone was after Ronald back then. And then there was also a telling point was um, David Bowie was actually on Broadway. Now, Bowie was second on the list and he was appearing in The Elephant Man the following night. Now, he says, I was second on the list. Chapman had a front row ticket to The Elephant Man the next night. John and Yoko Ono also supposed to sit in the front row for that show too. So that night there was three empty seats on the front row of the Elephant Man by David Bowie. And Bowie said it was very hard for him to concentrate and perform knowing that that could have been him and John and Yoko would have been sitting there with the, uh, with the murderer. So yeah, that's Mark David Chapman, very, very weird individual. But um, have you got any questions? I I do because I've heard there was a, a a bit of a um, conspiracy involving the doorman that you mentioned. What's, yeah, so, what's that about? Yeah, we love a conspiracy love here. It. So Jose, <laughs> so, Jose Sonquenas Podoma 
was uh, the gentleman's name. I said to my father-in-law to tell me how to pronounce the name. So he was a man of many aliases. When you look up this guy, this is where it actually gets a bit. There's a lot. If you go online, there actually is a lot of people that believe Jose could have been the killer. And the reason for being is that Jose was the uh, he was the chief of police in Cuba during President Carlos Prio's regime. But he went into exile when they were overthrown by Fidel Castro. Then he was actually worked for the CIA and recruited people to run the Bay of Pigs, the um, failed attempted coup by a person that we've done on here before, JFK. So Jose um, Jose Perdomo was actually he was actually it was all like like with JFK actually there was a lot of sealed documents on him afterward. You you couldn't read or find out much about the gentleman that was the doorman who. Um, grabbed Mark Chapman after it. So he was, um, there's a lot of people, you go online and read about, there's a lot of people believe he may have been the one that actually shot him because of his involvement with the CIA and Lenin's uh, rise against certain people. So you, you just don't know, like, obviously, Mark Chapman obviously did it, I'd say, but you know, it's just interesting when we like a little conspiracy on this show, you go down that path and, mm-hmm. there, you know, there's a there's a lot of people there that um, that believe he may have had something to do with it. And Tony- Not only that, mate, the actual... The, yeah, sorry, mate. I was okay. saying, you, you mentioned before that book, The Catcher in the Rye. So if you look up yeah. uh, photos or sketch drawings of Mark Chapman in court, he's basically the whole time just sitting there reading The Catcher, Catcher in the Rye, in the Rye book. Rye. Yeah. So he read it on, on yeah. when they found him and also all the way through court. Well, did he get, um, obviously, life imprisonment, yeah. Tobes? Or? No, he actually didn't. So, well, yeah, he did and he didn't. So he got, he got done for second-degree murder, which you would think, being an assassin how he was, you'd do first-degree murder. But apparently, I looked that up today, the law in New York. So back then, the law for first-degree murder was only accustomed to people who killed police officers or judges or people of that caliber. So second-degree, whereas out here, you'd or in other states, it would be second-degree if they didn't think they could probably prove beyond a reasonable doubt that it was him for first-degree. So they get uh, scared of losing the case based on that. So it's like you see out here, a lot of people get... They get given manslaughter in it. Well, it's murder. They go, well, no, we aren't going to prove actual premeditated murder. So mm. they go manslaughter. So they know for sure they'll get a, a, a conviction. But he did he did plead guilty, but they actually couldn't get uh, first degree. And they didn't have, at the time, they never had, which they do now, I think they have the death penalty. Back then, they didn't at the time. So they, he couldn't get charged with first degree. So he got 20 years to life. So 2000 was his very first parole hearing, and he's been denied 12 times since uh since then so um but the catcher in the rye novel is actually interesting is that so can i ask uh, you that because i've never yeah i've only read one book and that was an fhm magazine what, what tobes <laughs> is FHM sorry magazine. two two books two books Brian, two. <laughs> yeah. what is oh yeah two yeah, books. sorry sam yeah. of course <laughs> yeah, yeah, 4.4 <laughs> on the uh yeah. ratings by oh, the way yes, Jeez, oh, yes. don't miss we'll ratings today Brian. No, no. um <laughs> what is the uh synopsis of Catcher in the Rye. What, what, what is Catcher the plot? The so, mate, it's basically, it's a narrative of a 16-year-old boy. So it's told after the facts. So it's a 16-year-old, it's a narrative of this boy called Holden Caulfield. And it's basically after he's been expelled from prep school, it's his next two days. And it's him sort of rebelling against sort of everything, like people that say they're this and they're not. You know, it's sort of like, so John Lennon, for instance. Yes. Like, pre- preaching that he was, you know... He sort of lived that life where people thought he was, I suppose, a bit of a joint smoker with Yoko and kicked back. And, you know, they didn't worry about possessions. They didn't worry about, you know, the materialistic things in life when in actual fact, he was a multi and living it up. So that's how he sort of became the hatred also. And that that book, 
uh, is sort of like that, how it is. So this guy actually tells the story. I think the story is told why he is in uh, a psych home or after the fact when he's inside and he's telling those two days which led to his uh, his demise. So it's like basically the phoniness. He re- so it says Holden reaches uh, searches for the truth and rallies against the phoniness of the adult world. Mm. So, so to- uh, what was the doorman's name again? Jose. Hang on. Jose Songhinas Podoma. Oh, guys, we just got a text from Sean. Sean says, no way it was Jose. So maybe. <laughs> no yeah, way, Jose. Maybe it was. <laughs> so tell me this, because I know in Central, it's not far from Central Park, this Dakota building. Mm. And right. what, what is Strawberry Fields? Is that n- near there? I know, it's, but you know the song, uh, Strawberry. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that Strawberry, near the Dakota yes. building? Or what? Did, did something happen after? Mate, I've. Don't know. No idea, actually. Question without notice. Yeah, I know. You're yeah, just, no, no. You're the crime reporter. But you know that you know the the um, so the guy who exposed him for all his possessions, yeah, which had a lot of people like uh, Mark turn on him, yeah. Uh, his name was Larry, someone, but he got the cover of John Lennon uh, of Esquire magazine, right? Oh, okay. And he was trying to get um, an interview with John. He wouldn't do so, so he thought he'd bugger him. And then he unearthed all these possessions that he had, which his lawyer had signed everything. And the irony of all this that the writer of this story was in a um, restaurant just around the corner and heard the gunshots oh. at the time. So it's um, creepy. It's a big story, Tate. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. Big story. Yeah, it is, mate. It was, um, when you read into it, like, it's like a lot of things, people just think, you know, it's just, oh, he just went up there as a weirdo and shot him. But when you read into the psyche of some of these guys, like, you understand, like, they, you wonder how people get to that point. Yeah. But, you know, just as a show, like, he converted to religion. And once he did that, that's when it all started going, I'm not, anyone listening i'm not against religion at all but oh. yeah some people take it to the next extreme obviously like you know that he's none of his other group wanted to kill Lennon, but but he did that's where it that's where it becomes so it just goes to show you know these people obviously might be a bit mentally disturbed before you know they they go down that path obviously and but you were talking about catching the ride brian 3.81 on goodreads nathan Heimarsh bio scored a three. Oh. oh on the uh on the hard what do you call it What's his book? It's called Goodreads. Goodreads is like the. Uh, what, what, the get, what did Sam the... get? What did the great Sam get? Uh, we're, only, we're only at 4.23 out of 5. <laughs> That's all right. You're yeah. in front of. Uh, <laughs> what about uh, Pup Clark? What did he get? What's Pup's uh, Pup autobiography? Because he wouldn't go to the uh, Alan Border Medal, but mm-hmm. he had to. Shiny forehead. Have you seen him lately? What about what happened? Has he been under the knife? Oh, <laughs> oh, is he? Sure. Has he? Uh, He's knocking well, around Bondi. Yeah. That's what happens when you live in Bondi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you definitely haven't been under the knife, though. No, so. they, they reckon they reckon yeah. there's something for your for your. They're calling it um, crocktox. Oh, the crocktox. Cock-tox. Oh, <laughs> what for the old for the old fella? The old for the old older fellas. Yes. Oh, right. the old, rather older than the Viagra. <laughs> oh right. Okay, yeah. here we go. I just want to make a prediction for next year. I reckon we will be talking Tuesday on Tuesday about the death of Elon Musk. Oh, Toby. Oh, what? <laughs> Jeez, you're really bringing it down here. Why? What? Assassinated or? Mate, I just think this Twitter thing, if he keeps pushing it, he's got a mark on his head. He's now. He's now. Who, um, Tobes? I, I, yeah, mate. I just think, mate, he's, he's bringing out Dr. Fauci now. He's, if he releases all these documents, he's going to have a big arrow on it, a big uh, cross on his head. Right, okay. What, what's who, who's, Dr. F- who's Dr. Dr. Fauci? He was the um, the head, oh yes, he's the, COVID, um, wasn't he? medical he was COVID. in in America. The yeah, COVID, yeah, yeah. COVID's, yeah. COVID's gone, Tobes. Yeah. Let it go, mate. It wasn't two weeks ago. There was, wasn't there a yeah. yarn about him moving out to Australia? 
Elon Musk? Fauci or Musk? No, Musk. There was a yarn somewhere about oh, was there? him moving out to Australia. Yeah, yeah Great segue. Now, guys, <laughs> uh, favourite lollies. I'm going Musk stick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tobes, well done, mate. Great, Great to chat Tobes. again. My guys, thank you and thank you for the year and Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah. And all the rest. We look Good forward one. to 2023. And, and, and just before we go, how do we get Psalm? If you're interested, because we've had a lot of texts from people saying, how do you get the book Psalm? So you just go on to Amazon. Yeah, go on Amazon. Amazon, Brian, yeah. Just uh, type in Psalm and my name, Toby Dow, and then, mate, it should pop up. What we're going to do next 4. year, 2. boys, is we're going to be more organised with our calendar of what we're talking about. Gotcha. So our listeners... So we can talk about, you know, it might be milestones of events or whatever it is. So listeners yes. can have their say as well. And there's plenty starting to get involved here as well. Uh, good on your well, toes. Hang on, uh, we look hang, forward on to... hang on. We've hang got on. a review here. Oh. This is from Mace, Gary Mason. Mm. This is a DM, Topes. Mm. Legends, question for Toby during TCT. I've just finished reading Psalm. Bloody brilliant book. Can he re- recommend any new crime fiction books? Keep up the good work. Gaz, the whole rooster exiled in Melbourne. So there you go, Tobes. You got a fan? Oh, thank you very much, Gus. Good man, good man. I'm glad he liked it because I think I sent you the review Kim sent me, uh, Brian. No, and it was, she didn't like it. It was Barb. It was Barb. <laughs> yeah, Barb, sorry. Oh, Barb just, just tore shreds off him. <laughs> Tobes, what's another book? Apart, what's dude. another good crime book for uh, Gaz? Oh, mate, I've actually got all true crime ones at the moment. So I'm like, you know, I'm reading all the, all the cases like JFK and OJ and all things like that. Actually, ones like mine, fiction, I, I haven't read for a long time, to tell you the truth. I'm just all the true crime ones, so um, anything by, you know, oh, mate. It depends what you I don't know what they're into, though. So that's oh, fiction. Just, it's different. Just throw one up, Tobes. Just throw one up. <laughs> Catch you in the rye. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. A good way to finish. Tobes, good on you, mate. You've done yeah. so well for us uh, in good 2022. We look forward to 2023. Get those nipples looked at. Cheers, boys. <laughs> Have a good Christmas. <laughs> We've been looking at them. All yeah. right. See you, big oceans. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the Lawn Hub open line. Uh, have your say. Heaps of text coming in. Uh, hashtag rigs too. So that's yeah. on social media now, Brooksy. It's on there. Hey, I've got a, speaking of social media, good segue. Yeah. Hey, guys, the boys were talking about two great series shows they were watching at the start of the show. Yes. Missed the name of it during school pickup. Do you know what it was? It sounded like a good show. Thumbs up, Daniel. Uh, yes. D-Train, it was White Lotus. Yeah, we've spoken about three in recent times. So White Lotus, Yep. DB Cooper, Where Are You?, and Pepsi, where's my jet? They've been yep. the three we've been speaking about lately. And if you want a little bit of a sports uh, viewing, the Shack, the Shack. What, what's the Shack on? It's on binge. Fox, tell you, yeah. Fox. I'm, I'm, I'm binge. Yeah. Well, and I love Shack, but I, it comes across as an A grader. So, did you guys watch a show called Dark, a German show? Dunker. It was a bit of past, present, future. No. It was like three, four seasons, very deep and dark. They've got a new one. It's called 1899. It's on. Um, Netflix at the moment. It's about a boat in the late 1800s, and it's it gets really deep and mysterious, similar to Dark. I suggest if you like that sci-fi, bit trippy, it's on there. I started watching it. It is loose. The only show that I remember liking that I couldn't understand the lingo was um, Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. That was Swedish, oh, wasn't it? Swedish, yeah. yeah what about was... Parasite? They reckon that's epic. Parasite is an epic movie. Is it? Oh, you I'm also like Hunger Games. Oh, but you what? Did you watch it in English? Don't... Yeah, yeah. Oh no, no. Uh, oh no, not Hunger Games. Oh yeah, no, I like that. that. Yes. No, no you're, thinking games. Of, you're thinking of Howie Games. Squid Howie Games. <laughs> yeah, what language is that in? A <laughs> greatness. <laughs> Call one quiz coming up. Oh, quiz. Of course. Yeah. Quiz. Pretty easy. This one. Pretty easy. You got it yet? It's worth a lot of money, Brian. True. Yeah. Okay. Question. Yeah. 
Kelly Slater. Let's go eight questions today. Okay. Kelly Slater. Yeah. Does he surf goofy or natural? Or natural. And you can't Google it because I've got the app back on. So if I'm if I'm sur- if I, if I'm surfing to my right. No, 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 no. No. no okay. Kelly Slater. Natural or goofy or, or goofy. Food. Okay, eight questions coming up because uh, the grand final day, which is Friday, there is two thousand dollars plus worth of prize, including the Sonos system, which mm. is worth fourteen hundred bucks alone. So that's coming up. Kelly Slater, goofy and don't Google or it. Natural, just take a guess. You're fifty fifty. Eight questions today because and you've got to be from Penrith. You've got to earn to it. Call through. You've got to earn this one. Don't worry <laughs> about that. And that's day seven of nine days of dogmas. We all love being with our family. Christmas. Dogs want to be family too. Together with Greyhounds as pets, we are making it our mission to find a home for these beautiful dogs in time for Christmas. Today we meet Luna, who has a gentle, sweet nature like cats and gets along with all dogs. If you love the sound of Luna, all you need to do is head to gapnsw.com.au. This is the run home with Joel and Fletcher. I'm Mark Quiz. Kelly Slater. Goofy-footed or natural? Find out after this. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEN. It's time for the run home with Joel and Fletch quiz for IMAR Insurance, the tradies mate. Call 13 IMAR. Yeah, you can get an instant quote and pay the premium. Go to their website, imar.com.au or call 13 IMAR. Today's, well, Friday's winner gets the Zambrero prize pack. You get the $150 voucher to the Bella Vista Hotel. Tell you them, get tell the them. entertainment set with. The Beam and Sub Mini, which is worth $1,400 thanks to Sonos. Tell them the price, son. Tell them the price, son. It's about $2,200 worth. <laughs> we think. Um, <laughs> we're guessing at that. But anyway, Mick from Margaret River over there in Western Australia is uh, going to kick us off. Hey, Mick. How are you, boys? Going good here, Mick. We are represented by uh, three states in this uh, particular run-home quiz. So, Mick, uh, see how you go. There's eight questions today. We're making yeah, it a little bit harder. Absolutely. And no hints. No hints, Mick. He'll know this. Margaret River. He froths over there. Just big Repeat bottom, the question, Brian. Bottom end turns over there. Uh, Kelly... No, no, it's all right. He's regular footer. Yeah. Okay, we say natural. So explain Sorry, that to the pleasure. listeners. So if you're facing the wave, going. Yeah, your left foot's forward. Yes. Yeah, okay. Your left foot's forward. Uh, okay, question, question two. Who assassinated John Lennon? Oh, I was just listening to this. <laughs> Uh, nah. Okay, stay there. Already. Stay there, stay there. The great Dunny. Dun, Dunny, yes. what's doing, brother? You'll be putting in a kitchen mixer or something? Something <laughs> stupid? <laughs> uh, Mark David Chapman. Bang. Boom. Okay. In snooker, if you sink the pink ball, how many points is that worth? Ooh. Snooker. Snooker. Ooh, I'd have to pass. I would uh, be guessing. Have a, yeah, have a guess. Have a guess. That's what that's what that's what you do when you quote anyway. So, <laughs> w- yes, correct. Well googled. <laughs> Maddie Ryan, the soccer is captain, supports which NRL club? Parramatta. Okay. How many Grand Slam single titles did Pat Rafter win? Yes. Jeez, you're flying. Oh, my God. Yeah. Keep your pants on. What sport do you associate with the name George the Animal Steel? Bowling? No. No. 
Stay there. Stay there, though. Shawnee from Gosford. Sean, you there? Hello there. How are you, Sean? What sport do you associate with George the Animal Steel? He's a wrestler. Correct. Yes. Well done. Yes. Over to me, Brian. That's over you. Okay, here we go. So we're talking about rigs earlier on, and Budgie Smuggler bring yearly the most ordinary rig of Australia. Uh, Dingo Dan took it out. And Dingo Dan is from where? Ipswich, Mount Isa, Toowoomba, or Cairns? That's a good one. I'm going to have to guess at this. I've never heard of Dingo Dan. Um, just tell me them again. I'm not Googling my hands up in the No, Ipswich, Ipswich Mount Isa, Toowoomba, or Cairns. Welcome to this town, home of Australia's most ordinary rig. He's got budgie smugglers. I'm going to say Cairns. No, not Cairns. Stay there. Stay there, Shawnee boy. Josh from Waitara. G'day, Josh. Hello, Joshy. Now, we got a Reese from Goodna up there in Brisbane. He might have come across his sign. G'day, Reese. Oh, come on. Uh, oh. Reese, you there, brother? Oh, no. Uh, we could have finished with your question, too, we Brian. We could have. We could have. Uh, so that's. Let's go back to uh, Mick from Margaret River and try that one, shall we? You there, Mick? Pray for Mick. No. Oh, okay, stand by, punters. Oh, we push the envelope. Oh, we push the pass. You can't have too many callers. No, no, no. That's what happens. It. We try to get too many callers on the board. And oh, uh, let's go no, back to no, no, no. He's, he's where are we going here, Bron? Uh, Mick, Mick from Margaret River. There, Mickey. <laughs> here he is, Mick. Yes. Oh, oh good. Thank, thank God. You. Well done. Back to Mick. Okay, Mick, the question was this. The most ordinary rig is homed currently uh, Ipswich, Mount Isa, or Toowoomba? It'll be a stab in the dark, Toowoomba? No, no, I really wanted to get that too because I don't want to go to another listener. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Uh Let's go back to Reese. Can we go Reese from Goodna? You there, Reese? Reese? Oh. Yeah, oh, Reese, you there, brother? Just, just tell me Ipswich yeah, or Mount right. Isa. Forget the question. Just guess one of those. Uh, Mount Isa. That's it. That's exactly right, Reese. Okay, uh, this is the final question. Name the oldest beetle. When they're all alive, who was the eldest beetle? Uh, wouldn't have a clue. <laughs> have a guess. I can't even think of them. No, that's all right. Uh, uh, we'll go to Josh from Waitara. Uh, Josh, no, that's not right, Brian. Um, Joshy no. boy, who was the eldest beetle? Thomas the Tank Engine? No. Thomas the Tank. Thomas the Tank. Joshy, who's your pick, mate? So, what was the question? Who was the eldest beetle <laughs> when they were all alive? Uh Ringo Starr. Correct, Amundo. And you've won it, mate. You're off to the grand final. You're off to the grand final. Now, we were just doing that, listeners. So don't uh, text through and say you haven't paid your bill because we were just having a little bit of fun with you then, weren't we? Yes, of course we were. What's wrong with the eye, right? <laughs> I've got a it. Yes, very good. So there you go. Uh, they're off to the final. one 300 is the way to have your say. Let's get a dunny. Let's get a dunny. Okay, get the dunny. Dunny, you there? Dunny, yeah. What? What? You just text her. Yeah. Hey, Danny Fletch. You're saying that you go. What's doing? There was no vol- volume. What was it? What was your problem? So you're playing. 
I couldn't hear. I had Ringo Starr had all the answers. Yeah. I'm upset. You didn't know the other. You didn't know who George Animal Stew was. You thought he was a bowler. <laughs> I thought he was a bowler. <laughs> yes. I love the show, boys. Thanks for everything. Good, Good on you, Dunny. Thank, Thank you very much, lower mate. Your, lower uh, your prices a little probably, bit. Yeah. Lower your prices <laughs> just a little uh, bit. Hammy Goodman, not too far away. Uh, 1300-01-1170 is the way to have your say. After the run home, Sports Day with Woogie Matthews and Matty Rogers. Matty Rogers in the chair, and hello uh, to all talk with Hello Sport. Special guest Ned Brockman, and then you've got the global game, Simon Hill and Broski are back. A-League grand final on the agenda, of course. And uh, Dom was telling us some news that the Western United representative has said they're not on board, and since then there's been an, an APL representative who has resigned. So you get more of that tonight on the global Melbourne game. Melbourne victory guy. So they were unanimous, but the Melbourne victory guys come out and said, I can't be best representing Melbourne victory and be on the APL board at the same time, trying to do the best for the whole football Get to the grand final, Melbourne victory, before you start doing this. Putting heavy on us. Correct. Carnage. Wait, we get Bozza in this black singlet. (laughs) Big bash starts tonight, boys. Uh, Big bash starts tonight in Canberra, where our next guest hails from. Sydney Thunder take on the Melbourne Stars. If you want to catch up on that action via the SEN app, is the way to do that. And speaking of cricket, Peter Siddle and Shane Hill are on Breakfast with Vossi tomorrow. So there you go, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Say yeah, nah to Qatar and yes to sports bet. The easiest place to bet this World Cup. Gamble responsibly. The great man, Hemi Goodman. Hello, Hemi. Um, very well, uh, Joel. Lovely to be with you boys uh, the, this afternoon. I've got a little bit of World Cup fever. We're getting to the pointy end now. And uh, a couple of big semifinals coming up. In the next couple of days. So uh, I'm looking forward to those. Hammy, it's Fletch here, mate. Sorry to do this. Mm. Joel ran late today to the show mm. and he missed the production meeting. And yeah. so this segment was going to be my segment. So, Hammy, is it, is it cool if you just wait on the line just for a sec? Because I've got a Brian's Traveller. Oh, okay. Sorry, can no play, play this thing. All right, let's get into this. A Florida man is arrested after having uh, public sex with a dog, mm. damaging a church nativity scene. Chad Mason, this is in Florida, was arrested on several charges, including an activity uh, with an animal. Oh. So what had happened was Chad was arrested on Sunday on several charges. Uh, Mason knew the owner, the Golden Doodle Dog, and was taking it out for a walk. Golden Doodle Dog, that's mm. the breed. And he was taking it out for a walk in an apartment complex in McMullen Booth Road around 4.30 p.m. p.m. But then he began having uh, sexual activity with a dog in front of multiple adults and a child who was under 16 years of age. So that's no good in Florida. Mm. So what he was doing, this is the charges. Several charges, but the exposing organs, criminal mischief to a place of worship. Mm. So what had happened was he'd had sex and the dog ran off into the nativity scene. He chased it and he smashed over Jesus Joseph and Mary, and the three wise men as well. Oh, really? it, was, it was just a scene. So, uh, Florida Sheriff's Deputy Charge uh, has said that he had form. Yeah. Oh, I bet he did. Because he did it at the Easter parade as well. Right. But that was with a seal. Oh, no. <laughs> That's no. what it says. No. No. <laughs> So uh, I'm reading it here. Look, this happened December 7th. Sorry, Hemi. Yeah, say Sorry, Hemi. You still say there? Yeah, nah, to that you seen anything like that in Qatar? Oh, no, you wouldn't have seen no. anything like that in Qatar. No, no, I, I did, but I will say you should never let, let a golden doodle loose near a nativity scene. I've <laughs> always said that. So. Golden doodle, doodle. You dog. have always said that. I will I will support that, Hemi. Now, um, what, what's more chance of happening? Uh, Morocco going all the way or one of our quizzes running smoothie? Uh, <laughs> Hemi, what would you say to that? 
Oh, definitely Morocco going all the <laughs> yes, way. Yes. Um, I, I would have thought. Now they're paying eleven dollars. They're they're the biggest price of the teams that are left. Uh, France, the two dollar ten favourites. Argentina are our best back team to lift the cup at two dollars sixty three. And then you've got Croatia there at eight bucks. But I'm a believer. I've got a little uh, little Stewie diver on Morocco to Ooh, go all the way. Good. So uh, fingers, fingers crossed they can um, they, they can uh, yeah go all the way. What I love about Hemi Brian, he, he's not a favourite backer. He, no. He's happy to look beyond. But in saying that. Uh, Matty Ryan, who we had on earlier, and you can catch up yeah. on the podcast if you want, the Socceroos captain, he he was pretty keen on France, wasn't he? He was very, very keen on France. He was also, uh, I didn't know this, he, he thinks the South American countries, small. Yes. Very small people. Yes. He said, so the they've got scrappers. to rank up. Yeah. But they're short. Yeah. yeah. I found that quite interesting. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Messi's only four well, foot six. Yeah. Five there's, six. There's a, I was going to say, there's a, there's a short guy going around tomorrow morning uh, when Argentina played Croatia. Yeah. Messi, $4 to be the first goal scorer. Uh, Argentina dollar thirty six to progress to the next round, but the punters actually like Croatia in this match at three dollars and seven cents to go through to the next round. The bet that uh, has been getting a bit of attention as well is the method of victory. Either team to win on penalties. They both won on pen- penalties in the last round. You're getting five dollars twenty five for either side to win on penalties uh, tomorrow morning. So uh, I'm having a look there as well. What do you make of Qatar and uh, Dubai and all those sorts of places, Hammy? Would you? Suggest people go there when there's not a World Cup. Is there anything sort of to do there? Look, unless you know we're going to send me back over there for a major sporting event, I don't know whether I'd go out of my way to to, to get over there, Joel. But mm. it, probably, it it wasn't so. It wasn't. What as about bad Dubai? As people, Did you go through Dubai? Know. We didn't. No, no, we no. went straight into Doha. So um, straight into Qatar. But I, I've got to say, it's uh, like if you wanted to be, you could find one. You could wear shorts. You know, all these sort of things that people were a little bit worried about. What wasn't really a factor. Um, but I've got to say, happy to be back here, um, back at home as well. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Boys, I'm just looking at this graph here. I'm looking at, at this graph. Mm. Uh, Argentina might be small in stature, but downstairs. Oh, really? Good. <laughs> really? Uh, Ecuador <laughs> tops it. They're the, the top of the list. Really? Uh, where's my team? Where's Morocco? Jesus. Morocco, <laughs> top four. Are they? Get that in you, Are they Moroccans? the best of the, the ones left? Yep. Yeah. Uh, no, France. Oh, France. France. Henri and yeah, his game. Uh, Cambodia. If Cambodia are in, ta-da, you're not winning. <laughs> 3.5 inches. Oh, is that right? Uh, now, back to you, Hammy. Um, let's talk Sorry, a bit. Sorry, when, when that's excited. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, now. Uh, <laughs> um, We're still on air. <laughs> not for much longer. No, no, not much longer. Um, Australia take on South Africa. Scotty Boland, the great man, average of 10. He's back. Uh, how do we see this playing out? One versus two in the Test Championship too, by the way. Absolutely. I, I think Australia, uh, you know, looked pretty good the other day. Uh, very, very tough to beat at home as well. So I think when when that series rolls around, um, yeah, we're, we're, I mean, we're the favourites in the book, dollar forty-five. South Africa, $5.20. The draw, $5.50 in that one as well. So that takes place in Brisbane. I think Australia will be tough to beat. And the men I'm watching... I'm actually – I don't know whether they're going to go with Scotty Boland is my hunch, John. Basing that on Ooh, just a hunch, yep. I think they might stick with Michael Nisa. Uh, the bit of local knowledge there, $6 to be the top Aussie wicket taker oh. uh, in the first innings at the Gabatoire. So, um, yeah, I, I reckon uh, I'll be having a little go at that early uh, before that price potentially comes in uh, once the 11th name. But I think they go with the, with the hometown hero in that one, Michael Nisa. Mm. Hey, Hammy, like this is just from a, a layman when it comes to cricketing terms. I know you know, you're all across it, but – how can you play in four matches, averaging ten in eight innings, and not be just straight up? Like, what more can the bloke do? 
Absolutely. Well, I think what they've come to in recent times, should we, and we go back to the 2019 Ashes, they started doing this. They basically got six, five or six fast bowlers, mm. and they just rotate them through. Whoever's fit, give them a bit of a chop out. Uh, it's a, you know, what have we got? Uh, three tests against South Africa, then a, a series against India. So I think they're all part of the squad. They all know they're going to get a game at some point. Right. Um, so it's just about keeping blokes fresh. So would you rather maybe keep Scotty Bowen fresh on ice and, and roll him out at the Boxing Day test in front of his adoring fans as well mm, yep. uh, in conditions that he knows well as well? Yep, yeah, that's potentially. Sage counsel from our man. Just before you go, Hammy, I know you'd be fired up for the BBL tonight. Have you found a bet Sydney Thunder take you on the Stars? I have, and it's at the home of cricket, Joel, as you mentioned yes. off the top at Monica Oval. Uh, Thunder dollars yes. sixty-five favourites. The Stars two dollars twenty-five. I love the same game multis in the big bash, mm. and I went one together this evening. Alex Hales to hit a six. Adam Zampa to take a wicket. Trent Bolt to take a wicket. That'll get you three dollars twenty tonight nice. uh, at the home of cricket. So gamble responsibly, but uh, looking forward to the first of hopefully many same game multi salutes through the season. Hammy, how's our man Pavel? How did he end up? Pavel was good. I yeah. mean, a bit of a downgrade. He's gone from the Grubs to the Melbourne Stars. But, uh, you know, hopefully he could take a bit of what he learnt at uh, at the Grubs um, into the Big Bash. Uh, mate, he's just a bloke that loves cricket. We had a great time with him. Um, and, you, look, I wish him well. Looking forward to actually to, to catching up uh, with him for a couple of bottles of Palinka, which was oh, the uh, the Roman um, the Roman uh, liqueur that he, he left us with uh, while he's in town. So he'll be in Canberra tonight. It'll be six degrees. So... He'll be familiar with those That'll conditions be a hot one for him. I saw him training. Absolutely. If you check out the sports bet socials, Brian, yeah. uh, and, and I encourage our listeners to do the same thing. You see plenty of Pavel content there mm. and uh, terrific how content his, from the team. How, did anyone ask him or did anyone try and help him with his bowling technique or he just said, right, that's it, I'm happy I'm happy with the grenades? Yeah, he, he, was, yeah, he, wasn't, um, he wasn't particularly receptive or open to yeah. feedback on, on the bowling. He, he goes with the slow, slow, slow bowling and um, that's his brand. That's his one wood. That's what he sticks with and yeah. – um, you know, credit to him. Um, I wish him all the best. Now, Hammy, you love your training. We're talking about earlier. If you could uh, have uh, not so much a person, but uh, an athlete's rig. I've mm. chosen the hundred meter sprinters at the start line of the Olympics. Brian, what did you choose? The gymnast. Yeah, the gymnast. The uh, parallel bars. Yeah. What, what would you choose, Hammy? So any any athlete. Yep. So any. Yep. It doesn't have to Take be. So I was thinking it was specifically rugby league. I was going to go. I was going to go with a West Tigers niche one from. 15 years ago or so, uh, Nick Youngquest. I mean, he's oh, done pretty well out of his okay. yeah. over the journey. Yep. So I wouldn't mind that. Um, but outside, I, I don't mind the, the gymnast call, to be honest. They, those guys are ripped, mm. um, especially the ones with you know, the parallel rings and stuff like that. Yeah. So gymnast or Nick Youngquest, any, any of the above. Beautiful, okay. beautiful. What about Ryan yep. Madison? Good arms. What about Cosgrave? He was the, what are the cricketer. He was, he was uh, oh, I can relate with him, Cosy. <laughs> oh, the big rig. Yeah, he, 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 he showed us we could all do it, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, so I don't mind the Ryan Madison call either, although he did leave the Tigers and he and he doesn't want to play. He'd rather, rather cop the fine. That's so, right. Uh, While holidaying. I'll take his rig, but maybe not the attitude. While That's holidaying right. in uh, Hamilton Island. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, Hammy, great to have you. And uh, are we, will we see you tomorrow, Hammy? Yeah, you got me tomorrow, and then uh, then I'm out of here for a couple of weeks. So uh, I'll see. You to, I'll, I'll save the emotional farewell today, Fletch. I'll, I'll save it for tomorrow. And Hemi, I didn't know this, um, but when I had James the Rochford, uh, the professor, James the Rochford, James yeah. the Rochford professor, yeah. I didn't know that you two worked together at Fox. Yeah, yeah, we, we used to just uh, spitball a bit of stuff back in the uh, the professor up late kind of days. Yeah, okay. Um, when he was doing the the Fox League stuff, so. 
yeah, I used to uh, spitball a few things, write a few scripts with the professor. So uh, always good to catch up with him, um, whether it's on the phone, in person, or in a, in a Google Doc, you know, popping yeah. some ideas there. So, Google Docs. Yeah. They're always fantastic. <laughs> Very good, mate. Uh, we'll, we'll chat tomorrow then. Look forward to speaking to Hammy tomorrow uh, on Wacky Team Wednesday too, Brian. So you've got to start thinking about I've your got team. It. Hammy, good on you, mate. Great to chat. Thanks, boys. Chat tomorrow. See you, Hammy. Say yeah, no to Qatar and yes to sports, but the easiest place to bet this World Cup. Gamble responsibly. Now, tomorrow we have got, uh, speaking of Google Docs, Tomorrow on the run home, John Bernard Kairouz and Kirsten the Beaver, Wacky Team Wednesday. Have you landed on what you want to do there, Brian? I know, but I'm just looking at his graph again. Uh, this is uh, penis countries by size. We are in front of Nigeria. Really? Which I never thought. New Zealand down the bottom. Mm. They're, the, they're bottom. Of the of the list. The whole list. The whole list. All these really? countries. Cambodia? Yeah. No, this is um, percentage of height. Ecuador flog everyone. Oh, percentage of I'd be fascinated to know how the they heart. arrive at this uh, these well, survey results. New Zealand and Cape Verde, they're down the bottom. Albania, Norway. Well, that's a question for Beaver tomorrow. Then, if that's the case, yeah, yeah I will. I'm, I'm reading it here. New yeah. Zealand, thirteen point nine nine centimeters. Mm. The give those now Australian. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm Australian. <laughs> yeah, is there a also a graph for um, white bread use? White bread use. Because you'd think... Big on breakfast and SEN. Big. (laughs) Big. (laughs) Uh, Countries, Ecuador, Cameroon, Bolivia, Sudan, Haiti, Senegal. The countries you'd think. Gambia, uh, Netherlands, Cuba, and Zambia. Windmills. Uh, So Netherlands have got the great looks in the... Top 10, worst. Cambodia. Yep. Taiwan. Yep. Philippines. Sri Lanka. Hong Kong. Bangladesh, Thailand, Vietnam, Malaysia, Singapore. So Africa's where it's at, is what you're saying? Well, it is. Or South America. Okay. Bolivia. Mm. Ecuador. Ecuador. So Clearly maybe, first. Maybe, like, look at it. Okay. Look, oh, look, by 7 uh, or 8%. Who, uh, Ecuador? Ecuador's the next best. Mm, that could be a measuring error, I reckon. It's not. How, how do they do this, seriously? What do you mean? Like, how does this They ask act- GPs. Yeah, right. Okay. Which means great penises. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, Lundy would like to know, Brian, yes. what's the wacky team well, lads for tomorrow? Lundy might have brought this up. I don't know. It's one of our listeners. Yeah. So we're going to make a team of our callers, of our listeners, our guests, our regular guests. Our contributors on the text line. Contributor. Yeah. We, we're not allowed to be able to do it. No. We're, we're away from it. Yep. So I know Reptile wants to have Robin at seven and, and be the captain. So is it almost going to be by vote? Like, like, if they raise someone, what do you think, guys? Yeah. And we just put them in. Any guests we've ever had on this show for the last 12 so months? So you're thinking Hector. You're thinking Rob from Blacktown. You're thinking Harry. You're thinking uh, Pedro the Rooster. Mm-hmm. You're thinking Sparty. You're thinking... Green-keeping Rooster. Green-keeping Rooster. Richard from Cremorne. Richard from Cremorne. Haven't heard from him in a while. No. Maybe this might... I can see Bates there. I can see Dunny. I can see Jezza. Sharpie. Sharpie. Yeah. We can see uh, Jody from the lake. We can see John from Bado Bay. Yes. We can see Gibbo. We can see Gibbo. We can see Statsy no, from not your Freshwater. Gibbo. No, no, Gibbo, Gibbo yeah. We can see Paulie from Narrabeen. Oh. There's so many. Lee um, from Blaney. This one's a bit of a... Oh, Lee, oh. she came. Yeah, she was going good there for a while. She was going real good. She got cancelled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she got cancelled before <laughs> it was a thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Big sexy, maybe. Oh. Big, big sexy. Yeah. Big, sexy. big sexy. For He's got to be up front. Yeah. What about Young Jen? Young Jen, he's a dirtbag. <laughs> no, he'll yeah. be. He's a media manager. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh where's Liam? How are you getting it? He looks oh. like a wily back rower. Yeah, so there's, but that's not up to us to choose, no. Brian. That's so up for it's our all listeners. In your hands. Dr. Mark might get a start. 
Doctor, definitely Doctor Mark. Doctor Mark. Yeah. Mark could be the Hector. He's, I think Hector's going to be hard to beat. But who'd be the skipper? Mm. The Bobby Dazzler. Oh yeah, the Dazzler. Yeah. Might have them. to go back and listen to some of the earlier episodes and see who who was prominent there because yeah. I believe. I oh, the like reptile. Rob. The reptile will be filthy. We haven't mentioned him. Reptile, care from Camden. Yeah, I said the reptile wants to be. He wants to play in the sleeveless jumpers, though. Yeah. He's got the big pipes. He could probably play in the seconds, I reckon. Hillary from down there in uh, Gippsland, Victoria. Yeah. Yep. Um, they're, they're all over the country. I'm gonna so. ask, can I ask that tomorrow, this question? about The worker. Maybe the worker oh, gets oh, a Oh, Lundy. Yeah, where are we going to put Lundy? Yeah. Don't know. But anyway, that's not up to us. That's up to our listeners. Uh, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the way to have your say. Just repeating as well, what's on tonight here on SEN? Woogie Matthews and Matty Rogers, who's got the new book out. So um, looking forward to, uh, they call him the rat, uh, Matty Rogers. All talk with Hello Sports, special guest Ned Brockman. Now that's, oh, yeah, that's good Ned Brockman was actually asked when he was uh, traversing across Australia who he listened to. And he said he listened to Hello Sports. So that will be a fascinating chat with the boys. They don't uh, rarely miss, that's for sure. The global game, Simon Hill and Broski are back. A-League grand final, definitely on the agenda. Um, was our man Dom confirming that Scotty Boland is in fact playing in front of Nisa? Yes. Yes. So Scotty Scotty Bol, Boland mm. will be uh, in. Mm. Cummins obviously comes in, so Nisa. Yes. Will be carrying the drinks. No wild thing. No. no. Desperate to see the wild thing. I saw some highlights of him in the nets. Yes. You got the whistle going well today. Big Bash starts tonight. Remember in Canberra, Sydney Thunder take on the Melbourne Stars. World Cup hero Alex Hales and Proteus Gun Riley Russo will feature for the Thunder. Adam Zampa, Joe Burns, Trent Bolt and Marcus Stoinis will feature for the Stars. Big names to start the BBL 12. You can catch the game live on the SEN app. But I've got to confess, I'm not sure how much of that game I'll see. I'm going to charge to the line tonight, White Lotus. I'll be done by tomorrow, boys. So beef stroganoff. Will you eat chicken stroganoff? Chicken stroganoff. Cope, Cope's is fine up the chicken stroganoff. Will you have yeah. that in front of the TV while you eat it, or you like to just watch it? No, because I'll go upstairs to watch it. Um, Kobe watching as well. She's she she races ahead of me, so I, I quite often fall asleep really early. Yeah. So she's already watched a lot. So she's watched the ending. She's watched a lot. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, she's finished it all. Um, so there you go. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the station number tomorrow. Wacky Team Wednesday. We're picking the loyal listeners. Thank you, Gibbo Brooksy. Fletchy and most important listeners.